Aartelike goeie morgen aan elke liewe luisteraar wat vandag ingeskakel is. We've got some very, very, very exciting stuff going on today. So most of this is going to be English because I've got a very, very famous saxophonist. Is that the, the correct term? Saxophonist. 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 Good. Let's try to say that fast. <laughs> saxophonist. Saxophonist. Yeah. So um, that is by, by, by exciting. I think this is the first time we've got an international celeb. No joke, celeb. You're going to hear all the stuff about Andrew Young. Andrew, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Goeiemorgen. You see. How's it? How's it? He's got the words. He's got the words. He's got the look. He's got the vibes going. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really very excited about this interview. Probably one of my ones I've been looking forward to the most. Um, he's an exceptional, exceptional saxophon, saxophonist. Saxophonist. Uh, he plays the sexy phone. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're going to try our best. Andrew, let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Okay, I'm from a small town in the northwest of England uh, called Liverpool. And that will be six times Champions League winners. Liverpool, of course. Do you talk about football or soccer? That's uh, football. Ah, it's football. Yeah, soccer's yeah, for I... Americans. Ah, right, yeah. <laughs> That's the one the girlies play. <laughs> now we play football. Yeah, then bed and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, we um, Liverpool and yeah, I grew up there. Um, then that's actually where where it all started for me. You know, obviously with being from Liverpool, you 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 heard the Beatles all the time. You couldn't go anywhere without hearing. Or, or at least a band from Liverpool. You remember bands like The Searchers and, and Jerry and the Pacemakers. They, they were all over the place. Well, you had me at The Beatles. Oh, right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so it's actually strange if you think about it. There's a lot of big, big musicians that sure. came from Liverpool. Uh, so it's because of the unemployment, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, and, uh, when did you start making music? Well, you know, it, um, I started when I was, when I was seven. I... I have a, a, an older sister, and she used to play something called a recorder. Yeah. You know, this horrible little wooden thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Awful. And she couldn't play it very well at all. In, in Afrikaans, we, we call it a block flight. Block flight. That's a better word, actually, because, uh, yeah, yeah it sounds, you know, in England we say record, you can't record anything on it. Yeah, 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 yeah the name doesn't really make sense. Although, yeah, the block flight, to be obscure of us. So what happens in South Africa, in when you're grade eight, that's standard six, standard seven, you must take uh, a culture it, as, a, as a subject, and then yes. you learn to play this block flight uh, well, recorder. Whether so that all has parents anything to do with culture, I don't know. It didn't did, did with my sister. <laughs> Anyway, she she was she was older than me, so she she started this earlier, um, and she couldn't play it. You know, and, and uh, I, I would watch her, and I thought, well, if you if you you know, she blows in it, and you put one finger over one hole, you get a note. Put two fingers over two holes, you get a different note, and it didn't really seem that difficult. So, you know, one day this thing was on top of the the fireplace, and instead of throwing it in the fire <laughs> <laughs> I took it to school uh, I stole it and I took it to school and you know in England we have these long school days or it starts at nine in the morning but it goes up to four o'clock in the afternoon so we have lunch time we have lunch break and it's long and I was playing this recorder in the playground on my lunch break and the music teacher caught me um, it was a Friday afternoon I remember this so she called me out of the class on the on the afternoon and um, 
in her office she had this box a black box and she opened it up and it was five pieces of wood and she put them together and she said this is a clarinet I've heard you play the recorder um, you played totally wrong because you never had lessons but you, yeah. you still got a bit of uh, we can see that maybe you've got you, the scenes you, of the yes, game yes yeah. yes yes you hold it like you hold a clarinet so take this home come back on Monday morning let's see if you can get a note out of it so anyway I, I ran home and I threw it under the bed and off I went out and played football as you do when you're of course, a, a young course, lad you know what I mean we played football not soccer <laughs> so, so, so anyway um, come Sunday morning um, my sister and I we were dragged off to, uh, to Sunday school and we were singing this hymn Amazing Grace and I thought oh it's, it's, it's a nice tune it's a fairly easy tune for my young ears it was, it was not difficult and um, I thought maybe I could play this on th my clarinet <laughs> I ran home and I put the clarinet together and I I got a note out of it and I worked out how to play my version of course, of course. <laughs> my version full of wrong ones <laughs> of amazing grace and uh, I, I went back to school on Monday and the music teacher said well could you get a note out of it did you manage to, to get a, a note you know and you I said yes yeah, I played grace. Grace. well she was so shocked you Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So obviously you were born with the talent. You were well. I, I think it's hard work because it is. But I always say that it's a, of course talent plays a role, but the time you put in actually makes you good. Yeah, but you, just you to have that feeling. Or remember, not everyone can just actually pick it up and start playing it in five minutes. True. That's where the talent comes in. I always say the hard worker gets on top. Yeah, that's true. But the yeah. talent will get there faster. That's yeah, that makes possibly. sense. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, every weekend after that and in the school holidays, I used to get sent away on special music courses with, with other kids. Um, and it was, it was great. You know, it was, and, and you know, the, also I, I say, you know, a thing for me was I was captain of the school football team as yeah. well. So it made it oh, all right. Yes, yes, to yes, yes. Walk yes, to across music the playground 100%. with a clarinet under your arm. Nobody said anything because they also wanted to be in the team. So, <laughs> So that, that, that kind of Makes works sense. out, you know. We've got this joke saying about the recorder in Afrikaans. It says, rock that eight with your block flight. So translated, it doesn't sound so funny. So in English, it would be rock out with your recorder. No, that's yeah. very funny. So that's yeah, 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 you get it. Rock it eight with your block flight. So <laughs> it's always a funny joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> funny pun. Um, so you fell in love with the, with the uh, it's a brass, eh? It's no, woodwinds. Woodwind. Woodwind. Yeah, the clarinet was woodwind. Um, yeah, it was. And, you know, I had to give this clarinet back to the school after a year. They said I could use it for a year. Yes. But in that year, because it was something that I was doing that no one else in the school was doing, I felt it gave me a sense of uh, satisfaction. You know, it gave me a, a inspiration. And, and, yeah, it made you feel special. You're yes, the only guy who can actually do this. That, that's right. And, and I would, awesome, yeah. you know, the music teacher would insist that, you know, once every couple of months, I would stand up in front of the school assembly and, and play. play a song. She would play awesome. the piano oh, and, <laughs> and I would play the clarinet and the kids in school, instead of going, ah, you know, they, they thought, wow, this is great. And it was just one encouragement after another. Oh, that's and awesome that, that really yeah. pushes you to the, you know, to the next level and to the next level. Well, after a year, we had to give the clarinet back. And my mom said, um, look, you know, my dad and I, and I will, will buy you a clarinet. But, I mean, my dad was working two jobs at the time. You know what I mean? It, yeah. wasn't, it was not a, a, an easy thing for yes, them at all. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, 
and uh, they said, but you have to promise us that you won't just give it up after we yeah, bought yeah. this thing for, I yeah, can remember, yeah, it cost at the time 14 pounds, which it might seem nothing nowadays, yeah, no, no, you know, no, no, back, back then, then it was huge, <coughs> yes. and, and we, my mum and dad, they took me to London, and we went to a music shop, and we had the name of this guy who was, who was a, an expert on, on woodwind, and, um, you know, we explained to him, and he brought this clarinet up but my mum said if we buy this for you you have to promise us you'll mm. practice every single day 20 only 20 minutes oh yeah the music teacher had told them really only 20 minutes but absolutely every day Christmas birthday yeah. Sunday Saturday whatever 20 minutes and then you go and do your homework and then you can go out and play football yes 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 <laughs> so and, and did you did you, did you stick to that I did 20 that minutes a because day because you know what even 20 minutes a day, you can't help but get quite good. Of course, of And course. it becomes, it's, it's all, it, it really is muscle memory. You know, you learn this, this thing, your mouth forms in, in, the, in, in the, we call it the embouchure, the way the lips are formed and, and to play the clarinet and your fingers, you get very comfortable and you start hearing the music as opposed to just reading the music. Yes. You start and it, 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 it becomes like a part of you. Yeah. And you can't help but get quite good and if so I must guess it didn't actually end with 20 minutes eventually when you start well, getting better you well just keep right, on playing yeah, yeah I mean we have this system in England they call it the associated board exams from the Royal College and, and um, they give you these test pieces and once a year you would do the exam and, and is that the Royal Schools yes that's we have right. it in South Africa also. Right, yes. okay. yeah. and you, you just one uh, exam after another and they get more and more difficult so you have to put more time in um, uh, Royal schools go to grade eight. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I had grade eight when I was fourteen oh, on the youth. clarinet, which was, you know, it, but it was just from, it was just from sheer practice. I'm just quickly going to explain to the listeners in Afrikaans what is yeah, this exam sure, about. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, let's do a little examen work. This is a unique examen. Every year, do you a grade? So I begin my first grade and then I grade one. And on school level, can you not go to grade eight? Nade, then you know lessons you have to do. And uh, if you didn't done that license yet, I think uh, after school, then that can you begin lessons here. So Royal Schools is with all you need something that I can do. So uh, Andrew finished his grade eight in grade eight uh, when you were fourteen years old. 14, yeah. yeah, so that's grade eight. So that's <laughs> exceptional. So started playing yeah. in grade one. You did grade one. So that, that's very exceptional. Usually, um, the average Oaks were only. Finished by grade eleven, grade twelve, with the grade eight music at least, okay. and then it's theory and practical. Well, that was the worst thing. <laughs> of course, you want to play football, yeah, not study right. notes, yeah. and you can't get beyond grade six um, or grade, yeah, grade grade five, I think, without grade five theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not so, not allowed to do yeah. two two levels higher than the other one. That's right. Yeah, so grade and, seven, and you have to oh, do five to go for private theory lessons as well because oh, don't I, you know, <laughs> as a clarinet player I was just used to reading one line of music and then piano theory came in keyboard harmony oh, I, I didn't know what this was you know and this was really holding me back of course so yeah I had to go for private theory I failed yes. the first theory le- theory exam I didn't know what they were talking about yeah yeah, yeah of course <laughs> so, yeah, yeah because you didn't start with I was, piano I wanted to play with play music yeah. <laughs> talk about it I wanted to play it <laughs> so um, so okay so you started well 
semi-recorder for a day or two and then moved immediately That's to right. clarinet. Yeah. And then you started playing sax. I did, yeah. Well, you know, saxophone is, is the... No, is no. The why? We shall call it sexyphone. Sa- <laughs> a sexyphone. All <So>, right. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing, you know, sax is, 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 is parallel to the clarinet reel. And when I was about, I'm also 14, um, my clarinet teacher said I should actually learn the saxophone parallel to the clarinet because if simultaneously could, 20 yeah, minutes is wanted that's right if you can play one you can basically play the other okay is it is it uh, the same type of note structure um, the same m- mouth m- is more or less there is a slight difference um, but it, you know you you can do it it's not it's not like a trumpet yeah, uh, yeah, the total to a, different to bagpipes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You you can you learn it simultaneously, and and just the one octave is different. The fingering. Once you get into the upper octave, it's the same fingering as the clarinet. And, yeah, okay. Um, and I found that very easy. To, to the school also gave me. I was now in the high school. They gave me a saxophone to go and practice on, so I didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go buy one. Buy one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And I, I I had a lot of fun with the saxophone playing with kind of school rock bands and stuff uh, like awesome, that. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a, that's a very big thing. I mean, saxophone, especially in rock bands, we love it. I love rock yeah. and but I you know, know most of my listeners love rock, so we always put in a sax number yeah. in between, to yeah. be quite honest. You know, that's the thing. And as a, as a young person, I can imagine, you know, sitting there seven, eight years old on a piano in your room, just you and maybe your piano teacher, I would have found that boring. It was but very with the, boring. With the talking cl- of experience. <laughs> right. Now with the clarinet, you went off on these orchestral courses, band courses, and you oh, got it's to a group meet session. Yeah, friends 30, and 30, 40, 50, yeah. sometimes fifty other kids, all kind of like-minded. Yes, yes, um, yes. From all walks of life, come together and do the same thing at the same time, and wow. it's it's it's. It's quite bonding, you know what I mean? Definitely. You, 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 yeah. I want to compare it in a way like a choir. It's a group sport sure. and you're not singing alone. Yes. The minute everyone starts singing or playing together, yeah. it's just a different feeling totally than right. playing a solo gig. That's it. And yeah, you come awesome. away with such a feeling of achievement. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because you're part of something yeah, bigger. That's right. Yes, yeah. exactly that. Okay, let's start talking about why I said Andrew is an international celeb. Listen <laughs> to this CV. Let's talk through whom did you play for on stage listen to this people um shirley bassey uh, dion warwick uh, jonathan butler uh spira gyro um jose feliciano uh, uh, a few because <laughs> that's, that's amazing for the queen yeah, you played th- for the Queen <laughs> more than once. Three times. Three times for the Queen, yeah. the undying Queen. <laughs> yes, see. <laughs> what a woman. Um, Fidel Castro, uh, F.W. de Klerk. Uh, yeah. Verstaan jullie nou hoekom ek sê international celeb? Dit is incredible. <laughs> and um, a silly question. Do you feel different playing for the Queen? Or just for a, a random crowd? Uh, Is it a different no, feeling? No, only before the concert because she comes in after everybody else has sat down and you, you have to wait. You're waiting, waiting, waiting until she comes in. And then it's really just 
I mean, you do cast a glance <laughs> up to her way Obviously, every, yeah. every now and again, but you are playing for a crowd, and, and I, I tend to forget everybody in the crowd actually when I'm playing, unfortunately. But um, yeah, you just you just get on and. and Obviously, we don't have the whole monarch thing, so don't, we don't really understand the concept. Yeah. Of, is there is there a procedure when she walks in? You have to stand up or yes. something like that. Yes, yes. Everybody is seated. Everybody, everybody is in, and then she will come in, and then everybody will stand, and she sits down, and then everybody sits down. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's quite interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, that's 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 amazing. I'm not gonna lie. But um, it's it's something totally different than the, the than the concert atmosphere because. You know, in in the concert atmosphere, people are there to see the artist on stage. In this case, it was okay. Artist on stage is secondary, and <laughs> we're all looking at the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pressure's off me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, it's a full symphony, which you which you play along with. Yes. And um, how does the rehearsals work? with those type of shows? Well, with the orchestra, um, I've done that from both sides, actually. I used to be a member of various symphony orchestras. I started off in Germany, actually. Sie sprechen Deutsch? Yeah, and sein muss. Near Hanover, in North Germany, where they spoke a very clear German, which, you know, coming from England, Holland, German, yeah. it's all related so it, it is actually easy if you involve yourself in yeah, English okay. and German you can come through with, with Dutch or Afrikaans yes you, you yeah, can, yeah, yeah, you know. sure. um, anyway I was in, in, in uh, a place called Herford and I had I couldn't speak German but I had a, 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 an Israeli woman on my left and a Japanese guy on my right and the conductor was from Wales can you believe it <laughs> And he was talking to me in German, and I thought, why can't you speak to me in English? In please? Oh, oh, he's Welsh, oh, yeah. maybe better not, rather speak Kimmerich. German. <laughs> please stick no to German. <laughs> so these two were translating for me, and, you know... <laughs> the Japanese translating... Yeah. <laughs> the Welsh nice. guy speaking in German, German to the English, to the English guy. guy. <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I, I moved down to, to southern Germany. By then I could speak German and hold my own with the language. So uh, um, I got great. a job uh, near Augsburg in, in southern Germany. And then I saw a job advertised with a Philharmonic Orchestra in Durban. And, you know, I was... In my twenties, I, I thought. I'm just saying, folks, it's not the Durban here in South Africa. Well, I thought Durban, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the job advertised in, in an orchestral magazine, and I thought, oh, this sounds great. You know, I knew Durban was all about sunshine and beaches. Yeah. I thought it's, it's, it's got to be Australia. So <laughs> I, um, I looked on my atlas, and I thought, oh, it's South Africa. Oh, it is all oh, Durban. Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> so, nice. Um, <laughs> So I thought, well, I got some pictures out from the, from the library, what? and I thought, yeah. well, oh, this looks this looks really good. And I had a pamphlet about the orchestra, um, and I applied for the job. And the manager wrote back to me, and he said, "I'm coming to Dusseldorf in three weeks' time. Would you like to come and audition?" Yeah. So I didn't even have to go to South Africa oh, oh, yeah, to audition. It's, yeah, it's like it, it came to me. It was really. Yeah. You easy, know, yeah, it was really easy. Yeah, it came to yeah. me, as I say, you know. Um, and and this, it, 
it's almost as if the best things are like that. You know, even the clarinet came to me. Even the recorder came to me yeah. also. Um, and so anyway, he came to Dusseldorf, and there was other clarinet players that auditioned, and he said, yeah, okay, okay, yes. okay. And he came to me, and I was there quite a long time. I had to play, and he said, okay, play that one. I played that one. He said, now play some more, play some more. And in the end, I was in, you know, auditioning for probably for about an hour and a half. Jesus. A long time. Because he could see I was serious about coming to South Africa at the yeah. time. It was 89. It is a big decision, uh, obviously a quite big move. First time I'd been out of Europe. Yeah, you know, okay. And it's yes. just me and my clarinet. So, and he said, you know, would you, do you see it as a feasible thing for you to come yeah. to South Africa? And I said, yes, exactly. You know, I would love to. So I, I arrived in Durban and I thought, oh, this is, it's like England. Uh, you know, everybody could when, speak uh, English what time again. In, when was that? It was uh, August 1989. 89. End of, end of August. And... Uh, just to hear English again all around me yeah. was was strange because I'd been, yeah, yeah. I'd been hearing German, <laughs> German for, for now, years, yeah. Yeah, for about six years. <laughs> you know? um, and and it, I really loved that time in in Durban. Now, I was sat in the Philharmonic Orchestra. I was a clarinet player. I sat at the back. And I'd been in the orchestra about two years. And the orchestra manager called me up to his office and I went up there and he said, you have saxophone in your contract as well as clarinet. So, because I could, you know, I could play the saxophone for, for things like bolero, pictures at an exhibition where you need a classical saxophone. Yes. And he said, I, you have saxophone in your contract. We're doing a, a light program next week um, with some pop music. We're going to play a song by Kenny G. And he said, I'd like you to play saxophone solo. So, awesome. yeah, normally you would be accompanying a violinist or a piano player or a cellist or a trumpet player from the States or yeah. from China or from, from Russia or wherever, you know, they cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, well, yeah, I had yeah. it in my contract. Didn't get a cent for it. But anyway, <laughs> that's okay because he said you're going to be a soloist for the evening. Well, this was beyond my awesome. wildest dreams as a as a young classical musician. But was that part of your dream to do solo? Yeah. It was in the back it of your was, mind always. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'd acquired for the rehearsal a radio microphone, which is very new at the time. Nobody had one. It's something that you clipped on the end of your saxophone and you had no cables, which gave you freedom to walk around. To actually move around, yes. Well, I thought, in the rehearsal, I'm not going to use this, otherwise, because I've got a plan here. I, kn I know what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to walk around. But if I do it in the rehearsal, they're going to stop me. <laughs> uh, okay. You're going to sneak up on there me. There you go. Course, there you go. Course. And it wasn't, a, <laughs> it wasn't a classical program. It's something they called Philharmonic Rock, where they played, you know, kind of beat music, rock yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, with, with, with yeah. With all light. That's right, yeah. And I thought, I can, I, I can do this. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can pull this off, you know. So come the evening performance... I had this mic on and I went to the sound engineer before the before the show and I said okay, just quick test and quick yeah yeah okay it works fine yeah. and um, mm -hmm. we were uh, we started to play this that's a bit nervous you know I came out from from uh, the, the tune before I was playing clarinet and I quickly swapped the of saxophone course. and then 
homework, make wait, make my way through the orchestra. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> and it was in Durban City Hall. It was been, I don't know, Durban City Hall, two and a half thousand people. It was was in yeah. electric atmosphere, and because it was that kind of concert, people were, they were uh, in Germany, you say locker. They were. Um, you know, not so serious. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so a jolly, jolly atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a great atmosphere in the city hall that night, and we started. And I played the first verse. And I'm like, okay, this is sounding good. It's good. So I go for a little walk. <laughs> yeah. The conductor's conductor. Oh, where's so this, this guy going? going? <laughs> and I, it's working. It's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went a bit further. <laughs> by the second verse, I went down the steps okay, of the city okay, hall. Of course, yeah. Into the audience. Awesome. And I went round and I played and I played and. They were looking at me in open mouth. What's this guy doing? And the conductor's, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. fuming. And my <laughs> colleagues, my colleagues, you know, what's he doing? What's he doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is our colleague. What's you know, he's a clarinet player from there. What's he doing? It's great though. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, he's they, working. They, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and there's these two follow spots in the city hall, and, and there's yeah. me in the middle. And I came to the last note, and the last note is a real high one, you know. And I've got this. Yes. And the audience they stood up as one person. Oh, amazing. And, wow, <laughs> even crazy. And he, yeah, even the conductor was smiling. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> and my my colleagues, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and my colleagues were were tapping their bows on the on the stands. Yeah, that's yeah, what they do with the, 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 the applause, yeah. you know. Oh, amazing! And, got, well, really and, and that's the thing, you know. It's, it's 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 okay to get audience applause. That's what they're there for. But to get colleagues applause, that is something totally totally different. <laughs> Definitely, because especially classical musicians. Are, yeah, very very conservative. It. Yes, yes, and these are people who studied music <laughs> yeah, all yeah, their um, life, mm. and there they are applauding. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, this no, that's clarinet great. playing saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the way, that's a clarinet player. <laughs> Rocking it out, That's they were right. But I'll tell you what happened after that. Um, the, the, yes. the following days, for days after, the orchestral office was inundated with phone calls. Who was that guy? What was he doing? Was it a picture in the, in the paper the next day? And um, they, they, they were getting phone call after phone call. And one of the phone calls they got was from BMG, record label, yeah. in Johannesburg was a guy called Dennis East. Now, Dennis East was, was a, a big singer in his day. Um, and they called BMG and said, we'd like Dennis East to produce an album for Andrew. Because they've got, BMG had already signed Kenny G. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll have two. So they signed me up, they flew me up to Johannesburg. Yes. And I got a five album deal from them. And now the first album was released we, we we recorded it in in may it was released in september 94 and it went to number one the first track sold people uh, amazing went to number one and how, how how does that work do, do you write the songs who write the songs the, the, myself the and dennis east okay okay they they hired him to write the songs with me and we i flew up to johannesburg courtesy of BMG yeah. uh, they, they paid for everything I stayed at Dennis's house we recorded yes. in his studio the demo tracks yes and we recorded 10 demo tracks then they got presented to BMG and they said yes fine we'll go ahead and we'll record okay that's what happened and as I say 
Yes. First album, Amazing. Soul People, went to number one. The, the title track, Soul People, and the album. And from then on, my life changed because you're sat in the symphony orchestra yes. with a number one hit on an instrument that you're not playing in the orchestra. And <laughs> now, <laughs> I know it's weird, isn't it? It's amazing. We, we, we were three clarinet players in the orchestra, but generally only two would be required. So one always had a bit of time off. So you could juggle, yeah, yes, you could yes, juggle yes, your time if you needed to do yeah. something. You could say to your colleague, would you stand in for me? Yeah, and it would, you know. um, so, of course, I was always needing time off. And I used to say <laughs> to my colleagues, oh, yeah. and they say, they were very generous. They say, yes, of course, we'll help you out, we'll help you out, you yeah. know. But the orchestra office got a bit tired of it, you know, and they called me up and they said, look, we really appreciate also what you've done for the orchestra yes. because, you know, of course, yeah. we're also a bit more on the map than before. Definitely, yeah. Um, and they had people coming to the concerts who wouldn't normally go to a classical 100%, concert. You know? yeah. Um, so... That was working for them, but but um, they said it was not fair on my colleagues, which obviously and, and we had an no, English you're, you're conductor. You're focusing more time. on the solo thing now yeah. than the whole symphony. Yeah, and he said at some point uh, it was a gentleman by the name of David Tidbold, a great conductor. He said to me at some point, Andrew, you're going to have to choose between the yes. two, either this or that. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you're right, yeah. And it didn't slow down. The next month didn't slow down. So I thought, well, okay, yeah. I'm going to have to Make put in call. my I'm resignation. So that's what I did. And I, I quickly want to read you something. Uh, Valda Landers, Valda, South Africa, Western Cape. Brenda says, hi, Andrew, I love your shows. Seen it four times. But your shows on the Beatles are my favorite. As my late grandfather, Herbert William Sefton, came from Stanley Sefton. Road, Liverpool. His dad owned a pub there. My late partner took me there some years back, and your shows now bring me such emotional joy. Thank you so much. Wow. Nice friend. Yeah, Stanley. Beautiful. (laughs) I'm from Aintree, Oral Park, Liverpool 9. That's where I'm from. Well, that's a famous road now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We must go walk uh, the road there, take a picture, you know. (laughs) I'm really enjoying this conversation. I must say, as I've warned you guys, this is an exceptional interview with an exceptional, (laughs) talented international musician. Thank you. So it's really our biggest honor and privilege hosting you today. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. As a guest. Um, So then I I left the orchestra and I, I went home to England. And it was April the 4th, and it was miserable in Heathrow when I landed. It was <laughs> miserable. It was overcast and grey, and I just left. Oh, yeah, because you were in Durban. South Africa. Yeah, in Durban. Six years old places. Perfect weather. Yeah. <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> Andrew, what have you done? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I lasted a week in England, and then I, I went over to a, a buddy of mine who lived in Northern Ireland. And um, so I, I went over there and I got to play with people like Van Morrison and his band and yeah, good stuff. I Crazy. was there for eight months. And then I got offered um, a guy who'd been to a concert of mine in South Africa. It was Turkish. He was from Istanbul and he'd been down here and he was running a, a promotion or a production company in Istanbul, putting concerts together on the South coast of Turkey. He phoned me while I was in Ireland. 
and he got the number from my mum who'd he got her number from the orchestra office in Durban <laughs> so anyway um, he called me in Northern in, in Ireland and and he said would I like to come and play in Turkey again it was just things coming to me you know I, I wasn't out touting for, for work or anything it just came to me and really amazing and I said, I said of course you know and he said well before we do that uh, tour in Turkey I'm opening a ski resort on the west of Austria on you know a ski ski resort yep. yeah? um, would you come over and play with play with us for the opening and I, he said you've got a band there I said yes the guys from Van Morrison's band will you I asked them will they come over and they said yes it sounds great you know a weekend skiing and a, and a show so we did that and the company was absolutely flabbergasted that I would go there with these musicians yes, these yes, top, yes. Top, I mean it wasn't Van Morrison himself but the guys who played in his band yeah, and they were knocked out with it of course it was a it was a fantastic show yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, gave, no, no, gave yeah. everything you know so uh the the Turkish promoter Hussein he said straight away oh li- we've got to do more we've got to do more you're going to come on tour to he put tours together in Turkey Greece Tunisia Spain um, we were all over the Mediterranean yes and that beautiful. went on for about ten years yo yeah in the summertime it was so hot but we 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 were doing sometimes like twenty odd shows a month over five months it was it was hectic touring yeah but uh, and are you exhausted after a show never mind doing in a row i am now i <laughs> <laughs> wasn't back then. okay 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 <laughs> used to go swimming afterwards in the sea <laughs> yeah it was an absolutely fantastic time and i got to meet so many other fantastic wonderful musicians really oh, can you imagine uh, i also um, got the opportunity to take uh, over the 10 years that I've been doing that, I took many South African musicians as part of my band yes. over there, guys who wouldn't wouldn't normally get a chance to and, and even where, go overseas. Where, where did you pick them up? They were mainly from Mitchell's Plain because oh there goodness. is an absolute hub of talent there, especially for my kind of smooth jazz. Sound, yes, for well, the sound you guys are, of course, soul. yes. Um, and I feel really blessed in a way that I was able to um, actually give someone opportunity also. Yeah. yeah, as somebody gave me the opportunity, yes, I was able to give that back over. I still do it now, you know, it's a, over a long period. And, and I think it's, that's the great thing about music. It's, it's coming here, it's going there, it's coming through you. Exactly. you know when, I mean? when, when you mentioned uh, previous uh, fun um, w- with the Japanese and the Israeli, yeah, it's it, uh, <laughs> and he, he needs to translate the German <laughs> Welsh guy. You know, uh, it's ar- not ironic. It's it's amazing yeah. because if he lifts his hands, we know exactly the what language. we're going to speak. So that's that's yeah. amazing, and we always love yeah. that about music. Yeah. You can tell your whole story through notes. Yeah. We don't sure, have to understand can. a word. You so. can, but I felt for these guys, um, especially the, the South Africans, that it helped them raise their game. It helped them have an insight to what it's like to tour internationally. Yeah. Take that home and Think use bigger. the... Yeah. Think and that is, is, it just spreads. 
you know and they 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 influence their colleagues back at home in south africa and and you know you just see the whole thing getting bigger and better yes 100 percent. i think it's, it's it's a lot about the mentality how you do this thing i mean if you're gonna think small and just play your sax in your in your own room that sure. then is that that's right. it's gonna be that forever yes so if you think bigger and actually use the opportunities yeah, yeah. Which comes to yeah. you in certain ways. Sure. Use it. Sure. Yes, yeah, no, this is this is amazing uh, conversation why, we're having. <laughs> now, now, why? You know, I, I always come back to South Africa because, you know, one, a, I used to live here. Um, B, a place to me is about the people. You know, you can have the loveliest countryside. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like England is lovely countryside. <laughs> It's a bit miserable for me, I must say. <laughs> for me, it's France. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. They're not very friendly people. Ooh, don't, don't say that. Don't worry, friends. We love you. We love you. Yeah, you <laughs> have to go back friends. to Europe. <laughs> okay, but on that note, I want to ask you, what is your favorite country in the world? South Africa. Is it? Yes, really? of course, yes. Yeah. I mean, oh. look around you. Look at the people. Oh, you're not just saying it because you're in South Africa no, now. No, <laughs> not at all. Do you know, I do love China. China? I played, played very often in China and... You know, obviously in China, there's so many of them. <laughs> so you get yeah. massive, <laughs> massive audiences. Yeah. Oh, of course, you've got big crowds. Guaranteed. 2000. You know, let me tell you something. We were playing a concert in China, and guess who came to the show? Cyril Ramaphosa. Oh, uh, my goodness. <laughs> he pitched up with President, his family. What are you doing that night? Come back. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was about 10 years ago. <laughs> and yeah, he, he sat in the front Can row. Can you believe it? Yeah. I mean, he was the only African in the in the concert hall, obviously. You know? <laughs> yeah, you get spotted. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and funny things like this happen. You know? Can you believe it? And we had South Africans in the band, of course. They, you know, they they knew him more than more than. Of I course, did, yeah, 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 yeah. They were knocked out. They were absolutely yeah, knocked amazing. out. It's amazing. Yeah. We're just uh, quickly going to play a song uh, while Andrew's going to set up because obviously we can't get this guy in and not play us something. <laughs> so we're just quickly going to play you a song and then we're going to be back in three minutes ready to take on the action. This is Green Day. Dan zijn jij is ingeskakel hier samen met ons op Happening Radio. Ons het uh, baie, baie speciale gast vandag. Hy uh, verstaan nie Afrikaans nie, so uh, I can say anything in Afrikaans. That's not true. And that's, not true. <laughs> that's not true. Oh, damn it. <laughs> now, of, <laughs> of course, we've got Andrew Young, a brilliant, brilliant international saxophonist. Did I say it right? Nearly. Nearly. It's almost there. Hy speel saxophone. Maar amazing. So, um, obviously, he's in the studio today and he has to play us something. Uh, Andrew, what are you going to play for well, us today? I'll tell you what, I'll play you a song from Back Home. Back Home means for me the city of Liverpool. Something by the most famous band to come from Liverpool. Awesome. <laughs> something called Hey Jude. And feel free to sing along, Lou. Please. <laughs>
finished. It's yet. not finished yet. Get a standing up for that, man. That is some exceptional music. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, people, I wasn't lying when I said this guy's really talented. Let's be honest. He's, he's definitely one of the best saxophone players in the world. Definitely go, go check him out on Facebook, on the internet. Just type in Andrew Young. You'll immediately find all sorts of songs from him. All sorts of guys selling saxophones, probably. <laughs> that, that's amazing, man. I, I, I can't thank you enough thank you. for bringing this to us. Uh, it's it's absolutely our biggest... Thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that, really. Yeah. I'm actually flabbergasted. I don't know what to say. That's 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 how you should play. That's that's <laughs> nothing else. If you don't play like that, stop. Don't, don't tell the guys in the orchestra that, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. It's so much soul. I can't believe a sax can actually tickle your feeling so much. It's obviously the way you play it and make it your own and actually put your emotions into the instrument. It's absolutely fantastic. 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 Um, tell us a, a, a little bit, what, what are your plans for the okay, next... My plans, well, I'm here in South Africa on tour. Uh, I've been here three weeks. Um, we've been playing in, in Cape Town. We've been playing here in Somerset West. Uh, I'm playing mm -hmm. up at Summer Bosch on Friday evening. Summer Bosch, the wine farm. So, yes. Check it out on Sunday. On Sunday. On on. Friday. 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 Now Friday, Friday? Yes, and we've got another show which is sold out on the 14th, up at, also up at Summerbosch, but there's no more tickets available oh. for that. That's Valentine's evening, obviously. Uh, so yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It's sold out in about three minutes. Okay, but where so. can we find tickets for something that's not sold out? Uh, ooh, yeah, in this area, it's difficult. Ah, there is one final show I'm playing before I go back on the 27th. That's going to be at Friedenburg Manor. Friedenburg. Do you know Friedenberg Manor? Is it a wine farm? It's, uh, it's a manor house. A manor house? It's in Wraithby. Wraithby? Well, Wraithby. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. But uh, th that information That's is obviously on your social media. It's going to be a on picnic concert, oh. open air. Mensen, jullie gaan hier moet kijken. Je gaat het moet kijken. I promise you, it's a once in a lifetime to see a performance like this. I promise you, I promise you, you won't regret it. What is the ticket price for Rathby? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Go on social media. We will also post it from our side on the, on, the, on the radio. And if you want more information about Andrew Young, whatever, of course, you've got our number. Our number is 071-233-5705. And you can always, if you're one of those guys, you can email us at info at happeningradio.co.za. Uh, you, you have to see this guy. It's, as I've said, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I'm definitely going to make the best out of that concert. <laughs> thank you, Lee. Definitely going to see me there. Um, Andrew, I want to say thank you so much again for coming in, for uh, being our guest today. It's, uh, you're such a humble person and such a great musician. It's a... Uh, 
I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> and what I just said... Oh, it's oh, not good for DJ to be speechless. Really yeah, no, it's not. But that's that's how good this guy is, man. This, this, this is unbelievable. I wasn't quite expecting this interview so big. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So thank you again for making the time to come out. Always when you're this side, please pop in. Thank you very much. We will definitely have you anytime on the show. We will obviously play all your songs. Um, it's just wonderful and beautiful. Uh, I want to ask you three quick questions yes. and uh, not allowed to think about it. Ooh. Now I'm What does Andrew do to relax? Uh, I walk. I walk, I go hiking, I, I go up mountains. Yeah. What is Andrew's favorite instrument? The cello. <laughs> Come on, man! Think about it. The cello, really. I, I love the cello. If I could have my time again, I would probably play the cello. What would Andrew tell a young boy that wants to play music or go? Practice, 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 and don't listen to anyone. Practice. Don't listen to anybody telling you otherwise that you are no good. That is beautiful words. <laughs> Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today here at Happening Radio. Uh, we wish you all the luck. Not that you need luck. <laughs> You've practiced enough that you don't need luck anymore. No, I haven't. No, I still practice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We have to tell the people this. He does still do the 20 minutes yes, every day. Can minutes. you believe it? <laughs> and he's not been playing two years, guys. <laughs> Just saying. Again, thank you so much. Do you want to end off saying? Thank you very, very much to everybody here in South Africa, really. It's, uh, it really is an absolute pleasure to come here and entertain you guys, really. Thank you very much for, for coming out. And it's been a horrible two years. We know this. But for the support that we've had so far, it's been absolutely phenomenal. Thank you very, very much. We're now going up to George, Mossel Bay, um, to Cape St. Francis, playing PE, East London, up to Durban, my old stomping ground, and then back to the Cape where we're going to be playing on the 27th at uh, Friedenberg Manor and I'm really really looking forward to seeing everybody from Gordons Bay from Somerset West from the Helderberg area down there on the 27th of March thank you very much thank you Andre we're going to end off this interview with one of his songs which he's going to play live for us do you want to play again yeah, okay. yeah and then after <laughs> that we'll play a song yeah why not you yeah <laughs> That was Andrew Young, of course, 